Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here from MyFishingCapeCod.com. This is your host, Kevin Collins, coming at you with a late April edition of the MFCC podcast. It's been a little while since we've had a chance to chat. We had our great cod and coffee event back on March the 26th at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. It was so great to meet so many of you at that event down at Bruno Demir's beautiful showroom. But as we get later into the spring, and we're almost on the doorstep of May as we're recording this podcast here on a beautiful Friday, it's time to get back into our normal weekly fishing report version of the show. And we're going to do that today with three experts joining us on the phone. We're going to lead it off with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. We're next going to head down to the Goose Hummock in beautiful Orleans, Massachusetts, and check in with our good buddy Ian McPartland, who's working down there today. And last but not least, we'll check in with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. See what Bruno's been up to and what he's got in store here for the springtime. So we've got an awesome show in store for you today. So let's dive right in with our first guest. Well, as promised, our first guest on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is none other than MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you on this beautiful Blue Friday? Doing pretty well, Kevin. I'm actually talking to you from my backyard right now. The sun's shining down. A little brisk today, though. A little bit of a breeze out there. Yeah, it's been a big wind kind of spring. Cape Cod Bay is anything but flat. If I look out my window here, if you look out probably a mile or so, you know, you get around Manomet Point, uh, there are some big-time whitecaps moving in with this north wind today. Oh, I bet. I bet. But south side of the Cape, probably a little bit more protected down there. But, yeah, definitely outer Cape, Cape Cod Bay. A little chilly if you go for a beach walk today. Now, I know we've got an itinerary of topics to get to, but the first thing I just wanted to catch up with you on was the last time we saw each other was back in March at the terrific cod and coffee event we had down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, and I haven't had a chance to catch up with you since then. We've made a variety of content out of that. I know you posted the video up on the website, I think in the forum. Uh, We had Mike Fowler of Bad Dog Sport Fishing uh, we released his podcast. I know we have a couple other podcasts in the works from our other guests on that panel, but just wanted to get your impressions of how the event went, and I know I can speak for myself. I had a great time. It was an awesome event, Kevin. It's always great meeting new people from my fishing Cape Con, and it's always great seeing some familiar faces. You know, we've been at this for over a decade now, and there are people that have been part of it for a decade which is terrific. So I saw people who were new. I saw people who I've seen before. We had some amazing guests. I learned a lot in particular about flounder fishing and haddock fishing. So I found it very beneficial for a variety of reasons. And the venue worked out great. I thought Bruno did a good job. He's got a great dealership down there. So overall, I was really happy with with cotton coffee. And if you attended that event and you you like kind of getting together in our community of folks, I know there's another event, Ryan, coming up this Saturday, May the 7th. Uh, We've got a a Surfcasters meetup. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
Sure, I would love to. So May 7th at 9 a.m. at Sandy Neck and Barnstable, we're going to get together, get a group of surf casters together, and we're going to have a long-distance casting competition, which is optional. You know, the meetup is the primary thing. You know, just a good chance to, to get together, meet other people who like to fish the beach, maybe expand your network a little bit. I am going to pick up some coffee from Snowy Owl Coffee Roasters, and we'll have that down there. We're also going to have some giveaways and some prizes. So if you participate in the long-distance casting competition, this is the fourth time, it's either the third or fourth time we've done this competition. We're going to have some Joe Bags lures up for grabs, some Al Gags lures up for grabs, a porter rod, inshore rod rack that fits in the back of your truck to hold your fishing rods and we're going to have some gift certificates to the mightyfish.com so not only is it a great chance to have a little fun have a little friendly competition win some prizes drink some good coffee meet other people from my fishing cape cod awesome opportunity here you're invited kevin of course and i'm going to have a blog post with a registration page published on myfishingcapecod.com very shortly. So it would be helpful if you just pre-register using that online registration form, which is on the blog, and that way we'll know how many people to expect. Boy, uh, that was a lot of talking there, Kevin. Well, <laughs> you're a busy guy, and there's a lot of organization that goes into all these great events that My Fishing Cape Cod is part of. And I know one of the things that when you started my fishing Cape Cod, that really kind of brought a smile to my face. I am somebody that doesn't own a boat and there's a lot of our members that do own boats and there's plenty of them that do not own boats and that like to fish from the beach or a boat just doesn't necessarily fit into their life. And one of the great parts about MFCC, at least for me as a member has been the opportunity to meet and network and become friends with other people that have boats and as well as the many charter captains that we kind of partner with, including Colin of Cape star. So these group fishing trips that we offer are a great opportunity for people like myself that may not be blessed, you know, with the opportunity to have a boat to, to get out on the water and fish in a different way than they're accustomed to. So I know uh, group fishing trips are, are kind of on the horizon is online registration open, you know, for the spring and summer. That will open May 14th at 9 a.m. So if you go to the blog, there is a post that has all the dates for our group fishing trips with Captain Cullen of Cape Star. We're going to do some black sea bass fishing. We're going to do some striper fishing. We're going to do some school tuna fishing south of the vineyard. We're going to go for giants east of the Cape. And then later in the fall, we'll fish up on Stellwagen, maybe east of the Cape for tuna during October. So we've got a full swath of a different variety of trips there with Cullen. And again, registration will be held online on May 14th at 9 a.m. So yeah, you got a lot going on, Kevin. Springtime's here. I'm excited. Now, when those trips become available, Ryan, on May the 14th and registration does open and you can go to MFCC dot com to get on over there and get your first kind of pick of what you want to do is it going to be open to register for kind of the whole season or is, are we just going to book in the spring for maybe sea bass or, or haddock how is he going to do it i'm going to put all of the dates up on may 14th 
So you can pick whatever trip you want to go on. Obviously, the sea bass trips will be the first ones that are happening in late May. Sure. But like I mentioned, we do have some October tuna trips as well. So I'm just got to put all the dates, make them all available on May 14th. And sometimes they all sell out quickly. Got it. If that doesn't happen, they'll just be there. They'll be available for, you know, whoever wants to pick up a spot. Another great part about MFCC is kind of involving the community, getting young people involved in fishing. I know you had a chance to attend the Goose Hummocks Kids Fishing Festival. Uh, Talk a little bit about that experience for yourself. That was last weekend. It was a beautiful day. Flat calm. Ended up being nice and sunny. Probably hit 60 degrees. The Goose Hummock put on a great event. They brought down a ton of bait, a ton of fishing rods. I met a bunch of members. I met a lot of their kids, which was super cool. And it was just an opportunity for folks, if they had experience fishing, they could come down and cast out and have a chance of catching something. If they've never fished before, they could come down and get a little instruction from the guys at the goose and just use rods and reels that were already baited up. So the friction point was real low. It's just an easy way of getting folks involved. There were some really nice brown trout caught. One of the kids caught the biggest brown trout I've actually ever seen in person. And there were a lot of suckers caught, too. Have you ever seen those, Kevin? No. What's a sucker? It's kind of like a carp. Hmm. They, um, the ones that they caught were like, I don't know, 16 inches long, maybe. But they have like a, a bottom-feeding, like, vacuum-type mouth. And I'm guessing they just go along the bottom sucking up worms and whatever. That's what the kids caught them on. They, they caught the suckers on worms. Quite a few of those caught. I've never seen so many of those caught before. Very interesting. I know going back to when you and I were kids, one of the things that I've enjoyed doing with you out on the Miss Loretta is targeting Tatog. We've had a lot of success fishing for Tatog, not only in Cape Cod Bay, but over in Buzzards Bay as well when we were young guys. I know it's kind of the time of the season when people start to turn their eyes to TOG. What are you hearing in terms of a TOG report? There's been a lot of reports in the forum of folks catching TOG, especially from their kayak. Just be careful out there in the kayak because, you know, the water's still really cold. But great to see them having success. I personally went out this past week trying to catch TOG from shore. I've caught them from the kayak. I've caught plenty in the boat. I have caught them from the shore before, but not really with any regularity. I've never really gotten in on a good shore tog bite where you're just getting hits as soon as you get the crab in the water. But fortunately, um, after doing some exploration and trying to figure out, you know, what would be a good spot, I came across a jetty that gave me access to fairly deep water, like 15 or more feet. I started chumming with green crabs. And I experienced a really, probably one of the best tog bites I've ever had fishing from this jetty. And it was, it was awesome. I got a few that were probably, I don't know, low 20 inch class and only a couple that were shorts. So I'll get a whole blog post, you know, up on the site pretty soon with more information, especially for the members, because catching a big tog from shore, they pull like crazy. And trying to get them up and out of the rocks, I mean, it was a t- it was a ton of fun. And I just actually um, finished filleting them. I kept two, 
So Lauren and I are going to be having a nice talk dinner tonight. Now, scrolling through the, the forum, Ryan, there's a ton of threads, as always, that are extremely active. Um, I've come across the first one I see is Stripers Yet Anyone, and I see that there are a few folks in here that are having a little bit of luck, um, you know, this early in the season, still in April, catching a few, you know, small schooly stripers, uh, whether these are, you know, early migrators or potential holdovers, you know, I, I think that's up for these people that are that are actually getting their hands on the fish to decide, but it seems like there is some activity going on. There is, and I haven't personally gone for stripers yet, but as you alluded to, there are posts going up in the forum of people catching stripers. So, I don't know. I don't have any firsthand information, so I don't want to go, you know, too reliable here because people listening might go down the beach and get skunked. I don't know. But there are people catching them, like you said, in the forum. I have seen a couple photos of fish with sea lice. You know, whether those are holdovers that went out into open water, picked up sea lice, and then came back, or if those are migratory fish coming up from the south, you know, hard to say. But there is some life, and like you said, if you want more info about that, you can go to the forum. Yeah, another thread I'm seeing that's very, very active on the forum that's been going for, you know, the activity three or four months now is the trout time uh, thread. It seems like from a freshwater perspective, whether it's tigers or, or rainbows, it seems like there are folks having just a really good amount of success here on Cape targeting trout and having a lot of fun with them. Absolutely. You know, they dump thousands of fish into the ponds here, so we might as well be catching them. And that's what folks have been doing all winter long. And if you're listening and if you're new to fishing, going after the trout can be a great thing to do. So check out that forum. There's a ton of helpful information in there. If you have any questions, just post it. People are more than happy to help you catch your first trout. It's a really cool thing with so many fish being stocked. Might as well take advantage of it. And some of them are good eating, Kevin. Actually, most of them are good eating. I've uh, been dabbling in that a little bit too this spring. A friend of mine that I've had since basically preschool, nursery school, He's an avid trout fisherman. He now lives up in the great state of Maine, and he really, uh, you know, takes a lot of pride in. Uh, he smokes them and makes almost like a jerky out of them. It's it's very interesting. Oh, cool! Maybe I'll give that a shot. Uh, moving along in the forum, just picking a few topics here. There's seems to be some activity uh, in the squid thread. Um, seems like there is some activity. I know that it's generally like a first week of May, maybe, you know, type thing when the, the water heats up a little bit. I know Cape Cod Bay is still a little bit chilly. I think the temperatures are still in the mid to upper 40s, depending on where you are. But I am seeing a little bit of activity here in the forum and some mention of squid inside Cape Cod Bay around and down around Hyannis area. Yes, there have been some posts about squid going up. And yes, you can catch them in Cape Cod Bay, but in the springtime, they come into Nantucket Sound to spawn. And there'll actually be draggers out there dragging for them. There'll be a big fleet of boats developing, like you said, off Hyannis and in some other spots down there off the south side. So, yes, right about now is the time where folks are heading out. And I, I did see the post that you're referring to. So it's nice to see that at least some people 
are already catching squid. I haven't personally gone yet. Hopefully, I'll get a chance maybe next week to head out there. But I'm looking forward to it. They make great calamari and great bait for sea bass and other species. And again, I can't encourage folks enough to head on over to myfishingcapecod.com. If you're a member already, utilize the forum. And and one thing that we didn't mention, Ryan, we mentioned a, a lot about the exchange of, of ideas and, and all these different helpful topics that are in the forum. But if you take the time to scroll through the forum too, one of the special parts about our community here at My Fishing Cape Cod and what takes place in the forum is you see a lot of inquisitive folks that, for example, in the trout thread, you know, maybe necessarily aren't experienced trout fishermen, but that get the itch in the spring and maybe they're used to fishing for striped bass and they want to give trout a try. One of the coolest parts of, of that thread that I've seen, and I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but there's some very generous folks in there that have spare rods, right? Have spare freshwater rods, have spare freshwater gear that are collecting dust in a garage uh, or a basement that are that are basically just offering to help other people kind of get a, a beginner setup going based off stuff that they're not using, like a hand-me-down setup. And I think that's awesome. It's just another special part and another special perk, if you will, about being a member. Oh, that's cool to hear, Kevin. I, uh, I like hearing that. And it is a great resource if you want to try something new because there's such a variety of fishing opportunities on Cape Cod, in particular, New England, of course, but specifically on Cape Cod, there's so many different types of fishing that you can do. And the forum is a great resource for dabbling in something new. And that's kind of been a goal of mine over the last year, over on the blog and with the videos I've been creating, is just trying to do new things and, and learning new things instead of doing the same old type of fishing. And it's been fun. It really has been. So... Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Kevin. No problem. We we could chat all day on, on how great it is to be a member and all the benefits of the forum, but I'm going to let you go. It's a beautiful day. I know it's a little breezy, but the sun's out, so hopefully you enjoy some fresh air and, and do something fun this weekend. Thanks, Kevin. I hope you have a great weekend as well. Talk soon. Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy Ian McPartland from down behind the counter at the Goose Hummock Shop in beautiful Orleans. Ian how are you on this sunny, windy Friday? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely breezy out there, but it is it is gorgeous. If you can get a lead of the wind, it'd definitely be uh, worth uh, trying to get some fish here. Have you heard a little bit of frustration from folks? I feel like we've had, you know, an overly windy spring. I know it's always kind of windy, but I just feel like this spring has been over-the-top windy. Yeah, especially the last, like, two weeks. It just seems like we can't dodge it for, for more than a day, you know? And I know that's preventing a lot of people from getting boats in the water and, and getting out there maybe snooping around for some haddock or, or other things. But I know the shop is, is probably still pretty busy, and there's a lot of spring freshwater fishermen probably coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, me included in that. Uh, so, yeah, we're definitely – all the ponds are super stocked. And now with the uh, with at least the water temperatures freshwater rising, um, they're very active and – the, the last like hour of the day has been what I've been concentrating my time on. And what was it, uh, the beginning of last week, I had two or three days um, on the fly where I got almost 15 trout and a couple of smallies mixed in there too. So it was, uh, it was very productive. What kind of trout are you targeting, Ian? You know, uh, I, I wouldn't mind getting some of these brookies. Uh, a lot of places got stocked with a good amount of tigers in the last week too. 
uh, and, and browns primarily, you know, trying to target like the larger size of things. Or I just love the way the brookies look. I think they're gorgeous. So those are, uh, those are never a complaint, you know? Yep. And you mentioned on the fly has been kind of what you've been targeting. I know there's a lot of fly fishermen that listen to this podcast. What have you been having some luck on in terms of your flies? So uh, the other day, it was it, I had a really nice sunny afternoon. I got to the pond at just about 7 o'clock, and they were rising like crazy. I got a bunch on the hopper dropper, uh, running like a grasshopper with like a nymph underneath it because they were hitting uh, emergers. And I got, a, I got a nice brown on the, that actually hit the grasshopper too. Um, but then a lot of I'm um, just uh, stripping like leech flies or um, medium-sized woolly buggers that have been working really well. And what are some other species that folks have been targeting in terms of freshwater, Ian, that have been coming into the store? Yeah, so definitely a, a largemouth, you know, with the herring running into the ponds. Um, they're going to get very aggressive. So a lot of people um, doing the largies and smallmouth right now are, are phenomenal. I got a couple uh, good smallmouth as a bycatch when I was trout fishing, and they just fight so hard and they jump like crazy. So people have a blast with the smallies. I was going to say, are they just super aggressive? So even if you're, you know, you said you were probably targeting trout, uh, you said yeah. they're a, a kind of a byproduct of, of you fishing in a specific area. Are they just yeah. kind of super hungry this time of year, super aggressive? Yeah, I think they're definitely uh, getting on the feed now with the, the water temperatures rising. They get definitely a little bit more aggressive. You don't have to, like, put it on their nose. They'll chase it to, to, to um, bridge the gap for to slam your lure. Um, and, they're, yeah, they're just so much fun. And switching gears to saltwater a little bit, I know we're still kind of early in the season. We're in the last week of April. I know the, the water for me in Cape Cod Bay is still freezing. Um, so it's a little bit early in the season, but what do you hear in in terms of guys that are kind of poking around? Yeah. So I know a lot of people are just uh, testing the waters of the squid. Uh, a couple of guys from the shop here went out of hyenas the other day and got a couple that wasn't crazy, but they were good size. So it's definitely, um, you know, a sign of things to come, you know, I think in the next like week or so, things are really going to start to heat up here. Yep. And we're still a little early to talk about stripers, but have you heard anybody targeting, to tog or, or anything like that inside Cape Cod Bay or maybe over toward Buzzards Bay? Yeah, so I know a couple of my buddies in the Falmouth area have just been trying to uh, kind of get their feet wet with it. Um, a couple have been caught, nothing super huge, but um, a tight line's a tight line, you know? Yeah, and, and tog are a super tasty eating fish. Oh, do, delicious. Do you guys have, uh, you know, tog jigs and, and some other products in stock? that you know folks absolutely yeah so we got um tons of the drill bags and tons of the the tsunami tog treats uh both of them are highly recommended i usually use the uh the green and orange is kind of my favorite color Mm -hmm. and heading into may right i know you guys had a ton of shows in march and into the early part of april can you give just a recap on on how the shows went did you guys have fun yeah they they went really well um I mean, we all enjoy them, and it gets us out of the shop for, like, the, the slowest part of the winter. We did uh, Edison, which was a new one for us that uh, was very successful and a lot of fun. Just nice to get out of the shop. Um, we did Mohegan Sun as well. So, yeah, we were we were out for the better part of over a month, you know. And I know that we're starting to kind of flip the switch to on here, right, in terms of people getting their boats in the water and yeah. folks waking up from their, I'll say, wintertime hibernation, and you're starting to see <laughs> – despite our cold temperatures and wind, not just freshwater guys, but saltwater guys really starting to make an effort to put their time in 
Along those lines, uh, what are the store hours for folks that want to kind of come by the store that don't shop online? Absolutely. So uh, Sundays we do we do eight till four, and then every other day we do nine till uh, five thirty. And in terms of you know the the stock and and what's in stock, can you give me some products that are kind of flying off the shelves? What have you been helping people with? Yeah. So. Um, you know, honorable mentions, you know, in the off season, rehooking is great. So I just did a bunch of like owner split rings. Um, we got a bunch of the owner SD 66 hooks, which are great for like a solid upgrade for your SP minnows or top waters. Um, I've been getting in a bunch of the Rapala, the skitter walks for like a small schoolie top water that, you know, early season, those are always very, very popular. Um, Tsunami makes the, the little title pro as like another little walk the dog bait that I had really good luck on last year that we're fully stocked up on. And then um, one of my favorites, like the smaller, lighter bucktails or um, those Joe bags, the little new sand eel paddle tails um, will definitely be a favorite. And I know Phil is always big into stocking up on kayaks, but with this new yeah. COVID world and supply chain shortages and shipping challenges, yeah. How are your stocks on kayaks? Because I know there's a lot of kayak fishermen in the area, both fresh and saltwater. Absolutely, yeah. So we are uh, we're very well stocked up on the pedal drives, and then just normal uh, sit-ins and, and um, sit-on tops as well. Uh, but you know the the pedal drives are always super hot in the spring. So if you if you want one and you're interested, I would definitely get in sooner than later. You know. All right, Ian. Thanks for all that intel. It's great to catch up with you, and we look forward to kind of periodically talking to you throughout the season. Absolutely. Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good friend Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. And Bruno, it's great to have you back on the show. Last time I saw you, we were in your beautiful showroom. Hello, MFCC members. And uh, yes, nice to finally hear your voice. I feel like this is it. We are ready to get the season going, man. Now, Bruno, before we dive into what you're going to be up to this weekend, which is very exciting, you and I had a chance to chat a little bit before you came on. Talk a little bit about how Cod and Coffee went. We had a great event down there uh, March the 26th, just about a month ago. I would say it was a, a smashing, overwhelming success. And I think on behalf of all the members that attended that day, we just want to thank you for the hospitality. It was my pleasure. It was a great time. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to have good friends that are uh, phenomenal anglers that came out to take the time to do a, a nice, um, you know, um, informational um, seminar almost with uh, my good friend Jimmy the Greek and uh, Mike from Bad Dog and uh, Captain Tony from Take It Easy, and we had uh, Eddie go up there, and it, I thought it was a fantastic panel. Um, so I, I think we're going to do this every year as the start of the season, cod and coffee. Yeah, I think it's a great way to kind of kick off the season, and you mentioned Cousin Eddie. Eddie Kuyumjian was down with us, and I'll tell you what, his display certainly got a ton of attention. The Monomoy Tackle tables that he had set up with all of his gear for 2022 that was really a treat to kind of be able to see and put your hands on a lot of the stuff that eddie works on sure absolutely agreed yep and bruno coming up this weekend is it's a big weekend for you why don't you tell everybody kind of what you have in store and what are the plans for the weekend so it's a big weekend um 
I can tell you it's uh, it's a great weekend for me because tomorrow my boat, the Gaviota, gets launched into the water. She splashes tomorrow, which is uh, Saturday, and um, uh, we are getting ready to uh, put her in her slip, clean her up, and uh, get her ready for the first trip on this Sunday where um, we're going to go down in uh, in and around off of Hyannis and look at some uh, rock structures and see if we can get lucky with some tog. And then we're going to do some uh, squid fishing. That's uh, definitely the squid bites on. And I know the tog bite has been crazy good down in Buzzards Bay. So we're going to see if we can get them right inside the sound. Let's talk tog first for a minute. What will you be using for tog? Will you use jigs with green crab or squid, or what do you like to use? So I like to use a tog jig, and um, a tog jig is totally different from a regular jig because the way the jig sits on the bottom uh, allows the bait that you put on the jig to kind of sit upward enough so that um, the jig the jig keeps the bait almost vertical so that a tog has an opportunity pick it up off the bottom um and we use crabs green crabs and uh my buddies uh lee and mike down at uh riverview bait and tackle in yarmouth uh have plenty of crabs and uh that's where i usually go and pick them up from and um and we'll head out and we'll find some rock structures and uh that's what we kind of use to uh get some get some nice fluffy white meat in the cooler Absolutely. Tog are excellent eating. And I know you mentioned you're going to try for some squid as well. I know you're pretty plugged in to a bunch of captains, Bruno. What are you hearing about the squid in our water so far this spring? You know, not too many guys could get out there last night uh, due to the wind, but the bigger boats that did make it out there uh, definitely got a a bucket worth of um, squid for each person on board. So, the squid is plentiful off of Hyannis right now. Uh, it's no secret where to go. You'll see a fleet out there. I checked my log from last year, and it was on May 7th, which is uh, when they really uh, peaked to the point where you could go there in the middle of the day, anchor up, and fill a bucket up pretty quickly. So um, so it's right around that time of the year, and... Uh, we're going to get out there, and we're going to see if we can get some fresh calamari and plenty of bait for our squid fishing and sea bass fishing that's coming up this year in the uh, within the season. And I know you are always in contact with Eddie uh, from Monomoy Tackle, your cousin. I know he had a chance to get out to Stellwagen last week. It didn't seem like there was that much doing, but... Have you had any reports from Ed, you know, over the last week or so from his adventures out there? Yeah, you know, from what I'm hearing from guys out there, it, it, the, the water is still really cold in Cape Cod Bay. Um, I, I think it's still at like 47 degrees, so that's pretty cold. Um, in years past where I've seen Haddock right off of Plymouth, it has been... Um, a little bit warmer temperature you know you'd see 50 degree water before you start seeing the haddock coming in that close i do hear a lot of guys catching haddock and, and plentiful 
north though, more towards like Gloucester area. Um, unfortunately, the Stellwagen bite isn't where it's been in, in years past, and it hasn't been like that in the last three, four years. Um, so it, w- it was still a pretty nice ride, and I think Eddie got some redfish out of it. And uh, and uh, I think uh, we're all focused at this point now just on uh, squid and tog. And, Bruno, I know you mentioned to me off the air you're going to be doing your lobster pots again this season. When will those go in the water, and what are you going to bait them with? So that's the uh, that's part of the weekend trip. So on Sunday after the squid and target, on Monday morning, uh, we'll be heading out with our traps and dropping 10 traps off into the sound. And uh, it's that time of the year from now until about July when, when the lobster fishing is at its peak uh, until the fall. So um, we got plenty of um, uh, bait that we kept from previous uh, season between mackerel and bunker and we're going to load them up and drop them over and hopefully by next week we have uh, plenty of lobsters to go around now as one of your deckhands bruno one of your many deckhands i know your sons obviously outrank me that totally is understandable but you've upgraded from four traps to 10 do i have to start lifting weights to be able to pull these things up you know i gotta tell you watching you pull a lobster trap made me realize how much less of a man I really am. <laughs> I mean, the the way you pulled that trap up, it was like you were mad at it. <laughs> I was so impressed by you. But, um, yeah, we upgraded to 10 traps. Uh, of course, going from 4 to 10, uh, we actually put out... We did some upgrades to the Gaviota. She now has a, a pot hauler. Uh, she, we installed a tuna door because pulling them over the gunnel is gets old after a while. Yep. Uh, she got a new coat of paint touched up, uh, uh, got some, some extra gear on there, some tackle storage. So she got a lot of upgrades over the winter. So we're pretty excited about the season. Well, I can tell you one thing, Bruno, your boat already before the upgrades was probably the most comfortable boat I've ever been out on for a trip. So I can't wait to get down and, and get out with you and see all the new features to the Gavi in, in 2022. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's definitely built for comfort, not for speed. So it's, it's that it, you know, these down east boats are just made for our waters, you know. You sit back, you have your coffee, and uh, enjoy the scenery and the, and the cruise out to the fishing grounds. And the last thing I want to touch base on is, you know, we had a chance to tour your beautiful showroom down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. I'm sure you've had plenty of chances to put it back together because I know we kind of cleaned it out a little bit for the cotton coffee event. How's business down there this spring, Bruno? Business has been great. Um, I think that a lot of people um, are sick of paying you know, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars for a new SUV, and our new Mitsubishi Outlander that was redesigned last year. Uh, we went from selling a hundred fifty new Mitsubishi Outlanders a year to four hundred now. Wow! So the car has been a huge hit. Uh, it's fully loaded for under forty thousand dollars, and we can't keep them on the lot. A lot of people are just dropping off. Toyotas and Hondas and uh, converting into a Mitsubishi. 
Well, that's great to hear that business is going well, Bruno. I want to wish you the best this weekend. I'm sure it's going to be really exciting for you and the family to get the gaviota in the water. Can't wait to hear about how your first trip went, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Kevin. Always nice to talk to you, and I can't wait to see you on board with us soon. Thanks to Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi for joining us on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. And I want to take a moment to thank all of our guests, starting with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins, Ian McPartland of the Goose Hummock in Orleans, and last but not least, Bruno Demir, who you just heard from. And I also want to thank all of you, the members. It was so great to meet so many of you at the Cod and Coffee event back in March. I will try to do my best to get out to as many events as I can this year. It means the world to me to meet you guys and hear all the kind words and feedback on this podcast really makes me feel like I'm not talking to myself when I record one of these for you guys during the year. So thanks for all the support that you've shown me and the podcast throughout the last nine years, believe it or not. We've been taping these podcasts for almost a decade. So that's going to put the wraps on today's show. It's great to be back in the saddle We'll be cranking these out for you every week to two weeks during the fishing season. I think 2022 is going to be a great year. So until we chat again, this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. Tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.